and it's 3 p.m. We're bringing you, bringing you three of the biggest stories of the day. Now, typically on Mondays between 4 and 5, we bring you Checkpoint or we bring you Madame Landlord. But today, because NIN or NIN is the biggest conversation in the country, we've brought you the General Manager Legal Affairs at NIMSI. And she'll be talking to us right here on 99.3 Nigeria Info in a few seconds about um, the process. So if you've got questions, maybe send them to me via WhatsApp and hopefully she can answer them. Hopefully she will even be available for the phone call from 4 o'clock. If she isn't, we'll carry on with regular programming on Checkpoint. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli, Lagos. Don't go away. In what we say. You always make good points. We talk the talk. Talk the talk. And walk the walk. We are 99.3. You talk. We listen. Nigeria Info. Nigeria Info. And now, the business news. The business news. Nigeria may be headed for another lockdown if the tweets of President Buhari's aid is anything to go by. President Buhari's personal assistant on new media, Bashir Ahmed, tweeted a cryptic message this afternoon, a locked padlock and 2.0. Many believe Ahmad could be referring to another planned lockdown on coronavirus cases, uh, uh, another planned lockdown as coronavirus cases are on the rise. On March the 30th, the federal government announced lockdowns for Lagos, Ogun and Abuja, with some other states later joining in. Since April, there's been a gradual easing of the lockdowns. However, many have lost jobs and many businesses have suffered losses as a result of the lockdowns. The National Assembly has passed the 2021 budget. The Senate and House of Representatives passed the 13.58 trillion budget for this uh, year, for next year, sorry, this afternoon during a special plenary session. There's an increase of 505 billion naira from the proposed figures presented by President Muhammad Buhari. For recurrent expenditure, the government plans to spend just over 5 trillion naira, while just over 4 trillion is proposed for capital expenditure. Debt servicing will see the government spend a proposed 3.3 trillion naira. Meanwhile, the lawmakers pegged the crude oil benchmark at $40 per barrel, but asked the president to send a supplementary budget with the oil price hovering between $47 and $50 per barrel. The Central Bank of Nigeria has revoked the operating licenses of 42 microfinance banks. The Nigeria Deposit Insurance Corporation says it's now in the process of closing the banks and paying their insured depositors. The NDIC wants all depositors of the banks to visit the closed banks' addresses and meet NDIC officials for the verifications of their claims. The verification starts today and you could check the website of the NDIC to see the list of banks. Thanks. Finally, the prices of most food items increased last month, according to a new report from the National Bureau of Statistics. The NBS says food prices are increasing, but the income for many households remained the same. And that's our business news for you at this hour. We'll bring you more uh, stories at five and uh, a, a more robust package at six o'clock. I am Sandra Sekwasili. Don't go away. Ask the questions. We bring the answers. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. This is... This is Checkpoint on Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Nigeria Info.
You're listening to Checkpoint on Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. The biggest conversation in the nation at the moment. Nin, Nin, Nin. Do you have your number? Have you linked it to your SIM card? Well, I have the GM Legal Affairs at NIMSI on the phone with me. Her name is Hadiza Dagabana. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today, ma'am. Thank you, Sylvia. Mm. Now, we know that um, the December 30th deadline was set long ago and the communications minister also brought it up to the National Assembly in February. But considering that we had months of lockdown due to COVID, do you think the deadline should be extended? Should it not be extended? Well, Sylvia, like I said to you earlier on, the government is a very reasonable government. Uh, by giving a deadline, people will have to know that the government is serious and to emphasize the importance of the NIN, that the NIN has come to stay. Issue of two-week deadline, issue, issue of two-week deadline is, um, is something that the government will have to sit back and look at it to see whether, uh, whether everybody will be able to, will be able to kind of uh, get their in within the, sh- the short period and if there are issues or challenges being experienced, then the government wants to go back to the drawing board and see how it is going to uh, extend the period to another period or, uh, or provide alternative or more locations for the citizenry to be able to enroll for their needs. Now, one would expect that um, while conversations about this was going on, at least the government took a look at their plan, considered there was uh, COVID-19, took into consideration Nigerians' um, aptitude for waiting to the last minute to do things and and foresaw that there could be crowds like we have seen today uh, on um, at different locations here in Lagos, at least, Alausa being the most uh, uh, um, famous one. Didn't we consider that and didn't we see that this could be a thing and you know that prevented us from setting a deadline or at least extending the deadline from the get-go? There's a meeting already going on in Abuja. Okay. And since the declaration of the deadline, the minister has been having regular meetings with his, uh, uh, the, the, all the respective agencies under the ministry to view the situation, at least to review the situation report and, and all that has been going on. So currently there's a meeting going on today. So I think we should just hold on and uh, wait for the decision coming out from that meeting. The meeting definitely is going to look at the situation in view of the uh, second wave of the COVID-19 pandemic that we are experiencing in the country mm. and the population that we are seeing, the number, the huge numbers we are seeing that are coming to our enrollment centers. Definitely those will be considerations mm. for the meeting holding today. Hmm. If you just joined the show, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and uh, I've got the General Manager of um, Legal Affairs at NIMSI here on the show with me. Her name is Hadiza Ali Dagabana. Um, Hadiza, according to the NCC, as of October, GSM subscriptions were at 207.9 million. Now, I spoke to you about teledensity earlier on, and that was at 108%. So if you factor that, we're looking at maybe 190 million unique subscribers, maybe 150 million to be conservative. But NIMSI has only issued 42 million NINs in total. So we probably have 100 million people with phone lines, but no NIN. Does NIMSI have the capacity to register these people in the next seven working days? 
I can I can assure you that we don't have 100 individuals with uh, with NIN in Nigeria. NIMSI has uh, no, not NIN. Uh, oh, we don't have 100 with NIN. Individual, no, not with NIN. We have 45 million NIN. Yes, that's what I said. Registered individuals in mm-hmm. our database. Mm-hmm. The correlation with the SIM register is what I'm trying to explain here. I see. Um, like I said to you earlier on, mm-hmm. I as an individual have about five SIM cards mm-hmm. from different networks right. that I'm using for my phones and my other devices. Right. Huh? right. So those five are one. The, the name that will be linked to them is my single name. My children will have their name linked to their own SIM card. Right. Same thing with, with others. There will be others that will have more than even 10 SIM cards. Yes, we're saying the same thing. The most recent example is uh, this case of uh, the kidnapping that happened that the Interpol also discovered the gang with over t- uh, using uh, over 200 SIM cards. Mm-hmm. And I'm sh- I, can, I, can, and I can assure you that th- those SIM cards are not registered in multiple names. So mm-hmm. the issue of um, the number, these are individual things. They are not uh, harmonized uh, things to identities. So let us not um, uh, let, let us not hide that number to say there is this number and Nigerians. I can be. I can bet you that the same people that have that name are the ones that are in the national ID database and in the bank verification number uh, uh, database. Is the same people that have name. Maybe a few of them may not be in in uh, in either of the databases. Those that are uh, remotely located in uh, in uh, villages and other far-reaching uh, corners of the country. But uh, be it as it may, whatever it is, the name is a found, the foundation identity. You need you must. It's a must to have the name before you even get the SIM. It is a must to have the name before any bank can open a bank account or even continue uh, for a person to continue operating their bank account. It is a must before you get a driver's license. Just last uh, last week or so, Federal Road Safety announced the commencement of the mandatory use of the need for, uh, for renewal of driver's license and new issuance of new driver licenses by uh, December 21st. And last year, April to be precisely, the... Nigerian Immigration Service started the enforcement. So what we did is to relax instead of doing the national enforcement to say, okay, let us allow functional the uh, uh, functional agencies that are issuing functional identities to to utilize the need and start uh, and uh, announce it sectorally. So we already have about three sectors that are enforcing that mandatory of the need. Is the thing is the thing. Telecom sector now that is becoming an issue because there are more people with things than uh, the people uh, going for driver's license or for, with the number going for international passport. So that is why you are seeing the huge influx of people coming to our different centers. But uh, I, I need to reiterate, national identity registration started since 2012. This is eight years. We are in the eighth year. And in that eight year, people sit in their home and wait until there's a, a crisis like this or when there's a, a pronouncement by government before they go to do it. But should there, is, but should there even be a deadline on issues like this? It should be a continuous exercise. A national identity is a continuous exercise, but to harmonize what is already in existence, you must. Be, it cannot be a harmonization of 
legacy because what the deadline is for the legacy those that already have seen i know because when when, when you listen to the minister's pronouncement mm-hmm. the, uh, the 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 minister uh, also directed the, the, the mno to stop issuing new things and to harmonize the existing things so that is what i re- call legacy data what is already in existence things that have already been issued identity management is a continuous thing but for legacy data you cannot continuously creating data and be calling it legacy you must have a cut of date to say all this data must be harmonized whether it is two weeks whether it is four weeks whether it is a, whether it is two months there but there has to be a time frame within which you harmonize data that data once you have a once we have a cut of date like this announcement that is made for legacy data then if the, tomorrow the minister says they can restart with issue new things then there will be clear guidelines on how new things should be issued so that before you even the, the law will be enforced before you go for a new sim uh, sim card you must have a national identification number that is what is the requirement when you are coming to to buy a new sim card and get it activated Nigeria doesn't have nearly enough centers to handle this. You've got uh, you've got um, uh, 175, 178 centers that were just announced last week. You've got 3,000 post offices that is also being used for this process. We have a, a lot of people who call into this show um, every day and they talk about how slow the process is, how the offices seem to be understaffed. How are they going to handle this rush that we've seen uh, to be um, um, igniting with this deadline that has uh, been enforced now. Because, of course, I have to uh, reiterate what you said. It's not now that you started the process. Um, This deadline was announced in February. But you have to take into consideration the lockdown. You have to take into consideration that you don't have enough staff on the ground to handle a lot, millions of Nigerians all over the country. So what's the answer for that? What's the solution for that? The answer for this is the, is the agents that we have given permit to go out. The 178, I told you, mm. are companies. They are 178 companies. Mm-hmm. They are among those categories, there are some that have national coverage I that see. will be in every state of the Federation. I see. And mind you, this is not a contract. This is a performance-based engagement because they have to register and issue a SIM before they get paid. Mm. You get it. I see. So the more equipment they have on, uh, in, uh, in, on the field, the more revenue, the more enrollment they do, the more revenue they, they get from the, from the system. So it is not 178 points. They are not points. These are, they are the companies. A company can have a hundred or one thousand system out there across the country. They register. can have, but we don't know that they do have. That's what I, we just, we just give them the permit. Hmm. We just gave them the permit. They, we gave them the permit to prepare to go to the field. It doesn't mean that, like I told you, wait for the meeting to conclude to see whether the two weeks deadline is going to be extended or not. Government is not unreasonable. And when you announce something, you watch and view what is going on and assess the situation to see whether the period you have given is adequate or not. If it is not adequate, Government would definitely uh, give uh, the citizenry more time to go out to do this. Likewise, the NIMSI, the telcos, and even our own local consultants are not resting. We are not resting. We are looking at solutions that will make it easier 
for people to update their things and to be registered. And one of the solutions is to say, let these agents go out and start uh, and start uh, this registration. Mind you, these agents are not only limited to the private sector. We have, got, like, road safety that announced that they will start enforcing leads. That means when you go to road safety, if you don't have the lead, they will have the capacity to enroll you for the lead and send to us. We send back the lead, they issue to the individuals, and they continue taking the record to do with the... Uh, uh, driver's license, what they need for the driver's license. But for the biometric, everything they have sent to NIMSI and NIMSI will send back the name they issue to the individual and continue their process. So it's not only there are state government agencies that have been licensed also, that since uh, the, since even the beginning of the year, they have they have when they were through the bidding process, they know the kind of equipment stand, our equipment standards and everything and they have started procurement Huh? Hmm. Uh, there are agencies that were into data control before hmm. that we have given license like the Lastra in Lagos, yeah. which I, I hope by January they will have their equipment populating every location in Lagos to be working side by side with the private sector licenses that have been given so that the, the data control uh, will be done. It's, it, this is a 57-year-old problem. It's not a problem that started this year. So should we have a deadline for it? If it's a 57-year-old problem, should there be a deadline in trying to fix that problem? My sister, there has to be a deadline for all Nigerians. That is the only language we understand. I see. Now, Nigerians... If for eight years, mm-hmm. for eight years somebody mm-hmm. sits in his house, mm-hmm. eh? mm-hmm. I refuse to come out. It is when either jam says no need, no exam, and you have a child that is writing jam. That's when, when you are bringing your child. That's when you realize that you, as a parent, you have not registered, and your child is under sixteen, so he needs a parent that registered. That's when you carry your wife, you carry your other children, you carry your household and your grandmother, and this thing and bring. During the jam exercise, we plan for two million. Hmm. We plan, we got our centers ready for the two million jam candidates. But what did we see? The parents that have no register and every member of the household that did not register, that was when they felt they should come and register. And we were bombarded with over 12 million. Is there no way to do this thing online? So, for instance, I see a form from the NIMSI handle on Twitter asking people to fill this thing and submit the form. Is there no way to fill that form online and submit it online? That way, it eliminates the agents who, by the way, we hear, are allegedly extorting Nigerians. We've heard reports from different parts of Lagos where you have to pay 3000 5000 to get your number. If you don't want to pay the amount, they tell you to go home and come back in 21 days well that is very very unfortunate and i have two answers for you one on the registration online hmm. there is a pre-enrollment portal which we almost we prefer our our clients to go online and do pre-enrollment by themselves that is those that are computer literate hmm. do the pre-enrollment generate a 2d password save it on their phone or print it when they get to their our office it's very easy for our staff. They will just read, they use the barcode reader, populate the field on their computers and uh, continue to capture the biometric, the 10 fingers, face and iris. Mm. That's, that's very simple for us. Three, five minutes, a person is out of our center. Mm. But for those that are not computer literate, then you have to fill the form. Or you have to, or even they are not literate. Somebody, a relation has to assist them to fill the form. They come to the center, then the officers will have to 
start typing those uh, information with their relative or the person that can read for them confirming that the information they are keying in is correct before they take the biometric and issue. Mm. That is the process. On the issue of extortion, there are two sides to every point. The giver and the taker under the law are guilty of the same thing. Mm. We have been shouting this all uh, every day. You know, we, ha- we, we have posted in all our centers. If there's anyone in Ninsi that collects bribe from you, please document it and send to us. Last year, December, the, we, about 15 of our staff were sacked because of those issues, mm. because we had concrete evidence. Mm. We had, if we don't have concrete evidence, how are we going to discipline the staff? that are being claimed. And mind you, when you go to any of our centers, just look around. There are thoughts about. Uh, there are thoughts about. It is not NIMS's responsibility to go after thoughts. There are other government agencies who are mandated for with security and everything. Eh? Our own is to register people and issue national ident- identification number mm. and other, and other documents. That is our rule. Mm. But... If you have tough businesses springing out around uh, our area and they are left to flourish mm-hmm. and people are approached by this south and they collect money that they will assist you to get the national ID card. Mm-hmm. That is good limpy. I know how our staff are overworked, overworked and underpaid. Nancy staff are overworked and underpaid. Hmm. I can tell you that. Hmm. But, the, but the motivation to make sure that they deliver. Even last weekend in Lagos, our staff worked on Saturday and Sunday just to make sure that they reduce the crowd. Okay. All right. And then before I let you go, I have to ask you about the numerous um, identity registration exercises because, of course, you are NIMSI. You have BVN, you have voter registration, there's driver's license and passports. And a lot of Nigerians are asking why NIMSI cannot collect that data from INEC, FRSC, CBN, NIS and use it to identify as many Nigerians as possible first and, and automatically give them NIMS. And this will remove the load from your staff who are overworked and underpaid? Well, even if we have to do that, my dear, it will still involve our staff and and other resources. Because harmonization is a tedious process. Why? Because the standards are different. NIMSI has a standard. It has. We got certification to make sure that our processes are, can compete with any process in the world. So we have that standard and we beat our chest to make sure to, uh, to, to, to anybody that the database we have is unique. It's unique and credible. So for us to use data from other agencies, we have to make sure that those data were captured with the same standard all to, to standard commensurate or near to what an NC has. That is what it is. And so for every agency that has data that we need to harmonize, there are some cleaning of that needs to be done from their end or from our end if we have to do it. And this thing is not so, it's not as easy as uh, transferring uh, your your contact from one phone to the other. It is not. There are so many things that the IT people will have to develop to make sure that that information is, uh, is mapped and matched to what the standard that NIMSI needs to have. Let me just give you an example. There's a policy of photograph. There's a minimum resolution that the National ID database can receive. 
there's a minimal resolution of uh, biometrics that we can receive. So if the other data, if the other information in other databases does not meet with that resolution, there there has to be some uh, IT specialists that will have to be engaged by the by the respective agency. Like for the BBN, when we did the BBN, BBN sponsored that uh, harmonization to make sure that the database is. Uh, is uh, clean of uncertainty, and that is one of the only databases I can I can I can tell you that we have done more than 11 million records. Uh, road safety, we don't have issues. Uh, 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 pension, uh, that is the uh, the pension uh, record. That that too is according to standard. They are already harmonizing. They already have access to their our database with their with their own technical team at their back end. They are doing harmonization. We have started with the federal uh, federal inland revenue service too, but there, we have INEX. But then we must have harmonization. There has to be some some technical. Uh, our databases will have to talk to each other. I can't go into those technical details with you on on. Um, on radio now, mm -hmm. but there are some work that has been done at the back end. It is not a simple thing. Harmonization is costly because if the standards are not the same, then you need to expend resources to bring them to the standard that is to be accepted. Mm -hmm. That is what it is. But harmonization has been ongoing. It's not that we are not doing it. It has been ongoing. It may be slow. It has been ongoing, maybe because of the resources. But it has been. It is easier to register a person afresh than to go through the hassle of harmonisation and all those things. Okay, all right. Uh, th thank you so much, Ma, for talking to us. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and continue this conversation. Lagos, you're listening to Hard Facts on ninety nine point three Nigeria Info. Don't go away. More conversation, more talk, more. Right after this. Nigeria Info, your number one station for talk. Let's talk. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. We're talking about your registration process for NIN. I have the general uh, manager legal affairs at NIMSI on the show with me, Hadiza Ali Dagabana. And uh, she's going to take your questions now. So if you have those questions, keep them coming. Nigeria Info's uh, studio number is 0700 so far, she's told us that the minister and other stakeholders are currently in a meeting and uh, there may be... Uh, can I quote you and say that there may be an extension of this... Uh... Don't quote me. Don't quote me. There's a review. They are reviewing the progress of the of the in uh, harmonization. Mm, okay. All right. Among other things. Among other things, okay. And uh, we've also talked about uh, why the uh, while this is why this is happening uh, during a second wave of COVID nineteen. We've also talked about um, uh, the capacity of NIMC to register millions of users um, in the specified date or days. We've also talked about um, extortion at the different centres. Uh, Nigerians also continue to ask why 
the data cannot be harmonized, why the data collected from INEC, FRSC, CBN, and NIS uh, that is currently being used to identify many Nigerians cannot be harmonized and then NINs be issued to them? That was a question she answered before we went on a break. Yes. Um, can I correct you on that? It's not that they cannot be harmonized. They can be harmonized, mm-hmm. but at a cost. Yes, but isn't it cheaper to harmonize that data than to shut down SIM cards that could affect the telecom industry? That is what we are doing, harmonizing. When you when you carry your, uh, your name mm. and link it with the SIM, you have harmonized it. Uh? No, we're talking about take, issuing numbers to people because they have BVN or national uh, passports or okay, uh, driver's license. what I'm telling you. To mm-hmm. issue the number, mm-hmm. before you issue the number, you have to run that data against the national ID database. Mm-hmm. If you run the data as it is, mm-hmm. uh, it will not pass through. So you need to clean that data before you run it. And cleaning it is a process. That, that takes costs and resources, uh, both human and uh, financial. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Cleaning the data. That is what I'm telling you. I, I, it's not that the data I, cannot be harmonized, but it can be harmonized at a cost. I understand. Also, I understand what you're saying. Now, you also said before the break that um, the 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 uh, standards are different for these different agencies, and yeah. that um, NIN tried to ensure that they met uh, what's it called now international standards. Now, mm-hmm. NIMSI has been around since 2007. The INEC and NIS bio, uh, biometric exercises both came after NIMSI. How come these agencies did not make sure that from the onset their data collection protocols did not uh, meet uh, NIMSI standards to ensure easy harmonization? NIS came before NIMSI. Road safety came before NIMSI. The only only enrollment that came was uh, SIM and BVN. INEC as well. Yes. No, INEC is uh, every four years now. No, but um, registration of registration of like pictures, fingerprints, all of that came after NIMSI. Uh, so, but it's only uh, because when you look at it, it was only the BBN that took the 10 fingerprints. No, INEC also takes 10 fingerprints. Now. Yes. Now. Mm-hmm. Not when they started. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's why they don't have the same standards. Uh, part of it. Okay. Let's take a call from Olaito in Ogun State. Olaito, welcome. Thanks for calling us. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, sorry, please, I need to ask quickly. Uh, for those of us that registered in 2004, there's a particular program during Job in 2004. I registered. We're going to the internet now through the code. I couldn't uh, link my number to that, my name, to know what my number is. Is there? I need. I need the uh, madam to help us clarify that. Is that one that part, uh, is not part of uh, NIMSI or which program is that particular? Because that's the national ID card that has been used since 2004. Uh, 2004. Did you say 2004 or 2004? Yeah, 2004. It was issued 2004, September 24, 2004. The database for the 2004 is not with us. It is national ID card. That card you have been using is no more a legal tender. It has been defaced since. It's been what? The card is no more legal tender. 
The card uh, is no more legal tender, so he has to register afresh. Yes, he has uh, to register. So uh, you don't. Have, you are not in our database. You're not in the database or light on. So go and register afresh. Kashmir is in Ikeja. Hello, Kashmir. Hi, Sandra. Hi. Greetings. Um, actually, I have some some recommendations, some questions to throw to uh, the lady at on the phone, rather. Okay. Okay. Um. I do not think that Nigerians are people who love rush hour. I think that the system is what makes it look like we are. I mean, we love rush hour. You will not believe that since 2010 till now, while I was in Port Harcourt, I've been trying to get my name. I, I go to, I, I've gone to register um, at the office, at their very office, I think adjacent to um, NDDC. Hmm. And I've been there for about like three months trying to get my name. What she said is, she said something earlier about the ex, uh, people who try to extort us and those who also give the bribe. Hmm. Because I refuse to give the bribe. That was why I've been going there for the past two months, three months rather, to get my uh, name's number which I couldn't. Do you believe that these people at times, they will tell us to um, contribute 500 naira to be able to uh, buy diesel to fuel the, the, the generator that runs this, uh, this very um, office? And I'm wondering, is it that the people who are in charge of means are not given enough diesel for, for these generators to run? And also I want to ask her if there is any provision for people who are not Nigerians, who are not citizens of Nigerians, foreigners who live in this country, who are making use of SIM cards, what, how are they going to be able to get their lines um, still in use? And also, I, I want to ask, is it only to sack those people who are being caught extorting Nigerians? Is it, I mean, is that the only thing they can do? Shouldn't there be a way to, to use them as an, as, a, as an escape go to others? Because I even listened to Sherry's uh, uh, show where someone was saying that he paid 25,000 naira for, for his company's number to be registered. And someone who works for NIMS has this machine in his house whereby people will go to the office and they will tell them, ah, if you want to do it, come, let me go and show you where you do it fast, fast. And when you go, you see that this very machine is in someone's house, someone who works for NIMS. And so when you pay, they will go into that very inkoro and make it sharp, sharp and give it to you and let you go. So my question is, what law has been made in place for those who, who are not Nigerians, foreigners, using um, our, our, our SIM cards? And is it only to um, let go of those workers? Is it the only thing they could do? Is there no way to punish them by sending them to, uh, to, to prison or something? All right, Kashmir, thanks for calling us. Uh, did you get all of that, Hadiza? Yes, I got all of that. Okay. I will start with the disciplinary measures. Uh, part of the dictionary, when I say we start, we start, but we prosecute also. So we hand over the cases to the regular authorities to prosecute. But from the DCN, they go through dictionary committee, and all, when matter is concluded, the highest punishment the DMC will do is to pass them and then hand them over to the authorities. So what happens at the other end, we have no control of. Secondly, he claims to have gone to NIMPI office to register, but he has not gotten his name. Mm. If he has registered, and he because even if he's not, he has not gotten his name, he if his name is not out, maybe because there is a hit. What we call a hit is if there is a similarity between his any of his biometrics with what we have in, in the database, then it will be a hit. So it will it will require further adjudication. What he will do is, when uh, that uh, transaction slip that he was given, 
if they did not attend to him, please and um, please always send us mail. Uh, uh, we have a customer care uh, email and number on our website. Always send us a mail and somebody will get back to you. I have received so many complaints even on Twitter, which I have addressed personally. People complain and I ask them to chat me or personally they do. I request for clarification from them. And we check with the relevant department to see what the, what the issue is and we resolve it and it's not only me all of my colleagues it's it's on all of us the management staff to make sure that we are on social media to be able to address these issues which we are doing regularly thirdly on the issue of um, non-residents uh non-nigerians national id does not confer citizenship it is to identify everybody that is residing in nigeria whether you are a citizen or you are not citizen it is only when we go to diaspora that will register only Nigerians into the national ID database. But within the Nigerian territory, we register Nigerians and non-Nigerians. Non-Nigerians are those that live and work in Nigeria, not those on tourist or visit visa. If you are on tourist or visit visa, you use your passport to be able to procure the SIM card. But if you are on um, work permit or residency, then you have to present your documentation and you'll be registered. In that registration, you are not a Nigerian. Your nationality will be written on your registration. In every, in, uh, when you check, you verify the person in our database, you see the, it, their nationality, not Nigerian nationality. That's what it is. So, yes, foreigners can register. All right. If you just joined the show, Lagos, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. We're talking about the NIN registration process. Everyone's trying to get their NIN before the deadline. Hadiza Ali Dagabana is on the show with us answering your questions. And she is the general manager legal affairs at NIMC. John is in Ibejuleki. I wonder if he's still on the line. John, are you still there? Uh, I'm still there. Sandra. All right, great. Welcome. You have to send me her time because I've been waiting. Go ahead. Your time is finishing. <laughs> okay. Um. See, what I want to ask, somebody called and said you registered 2004 and the, the name is no longer in the system. Mm. So I want to ask the, your guest, uh, these people that will be registering uh, now, after some time, will they not tell us again that the system, their, their names are no more in the system? Probably when another managing director will come on board. And uh, it's supposed to, they're supposed to have a, a, a kind of a avenue that will react with other agencies so that they will work together. But we are not seeing that. And the second, like the, the voter's card, the registration is supposed to be going on now because I, I had her saying that uh, that we, we always wait to the deadline. So what are the uh, voter's card doing now? They should be registering people so that not 2023. They will now say that we are waiting for the for the dead, deadline. Or maybe I don't know if she's threatening the people. I don't just understand. Thank you. All right, John. Thanks for calling. Hadiza. Yeah, on the voters uh, register, we are already on discussion, uh, in discussion with um, INEC. INEC uh, is fully complying with the new requirement. And for the next registration, I think there's an uh, election sometimes in February or so. They are starting with the new registration. They also, by two, 2023, Every daughter's uh, registration will be validated using the name. Yes, that's what it is. And um, he made, made mention about uh, the the first police question on uh, registration in 2004. Hmm. Well, 2004, the database is sitting in our office, but we don't have access to it. 
we learn from the mistake of predecessors to make sure that what we are created is something that is managed and run by Nigerians 100%. What we inherited was not accessible to any Nigerian. It was it was foreign, foreigners. And what you call for those that are in the IT industry is what is called vendor lock-in. Mm. So the vendors lock us in, mm-hmm. lock us out. I see. Eh? Nobody can access the system. We tr- the government negotiated, try as much as possible to get access. But when there's no guarantee that if we are given access, we will find the data the way we wanted it. We just decided to build our system afresh with privacy and the uh, issue of the vendor login. We, we have to look into that seriously to make sure that no foreign vendor will lock us in in our country with resources and infrastructure that the government paid to build. So that is what we have built. Now and this I can assure, I can assure you mm-hmm. that the National Identity Database and any critical infrastructure in the uh, National Identity Management System mm-hmm. is managed and run by Nigerians 100%. But are people going to have to renew in a few years or be told in a few years, maybe no, 10, uh, 20 or 40? When you register for NIN and you are issued a NIN, mm. that mm. is your NIN for life. It is your identity for life. What was done before was a was registration to issue card. It was not identity management. So you have a name tonight. You are not renewing anything except if you have change of address from what you gave in the database and you want to update your address. You go to us, okay, I want to update my address. I was using this before, now I have moved to this. Then you update it. There's a process, you fill in a form, change of address and change of address. Mind you, any update you do, we don't clean it. You will see the record you had in uh, this year on so so date you came and updated to this. If it is change of name you do, if it is uh, a change of name because there are w- uh, women get married, some may want to revert back to their maiden name, and there are some other people too, even men that change their name and so and so. So they, I, it is an identity management system. So it is an open system that is live. A system is live where you can always access it and update your record. And mind you, if you want to even see what is in your record, you can write to them to apply. What what did I what did I what information did I, I do I have uh, currently in the national database to look at it to see okay my information are up to date okay no or maybe I uh, something has changed in my record you you apply and change it that's what that is identity management. Now, people like this who were locked out or whose data is no longer legal tender because of error on the part of the government, they are now going to have to be inconvenienced to get this new registration done. Has please, Nigeria, Sylvia, please, Sylvia. Eh? They are not locked out. The, the government issues a do- issued a document. When you look at the card that was issued, mm-hmm. Eh? Mm-hmm. the card is just on the face of it. You cannot even read it anywhere. Huh? Mm-hmm. Every 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 document has an expiry date. When that system expired, the government says we are moving to an up- this is like an upgrade because when you look at what we issue now, we issue digital ID and as an added token we issue the card, which has a chip in it, which the other card does not have. So mm-hmm. this this is a technology changes. Huh? 
People are most part of the world are not using that technology. Technology changes. The most unfortunate thing in that technology is we couldn't transfer that data to what we to the new technology we have. Did we go Before, to court? Did we try arbitration to try and get compensation? Uh, it's not about compensation. You need to read what was signed before you start talking about compensation. I'm a lawyer and I have gone through things. I'm sorry, please. I cannot discuss that uh, that issue online here. I cannot. Okay. Let's go to Twitter where we have uh, Akuna Chukuma Michael who says, why did they stop banks like Zenith and GTB from registering people? Where can someone do registration without extortion? Because right now all the centers are extorting people. For example, when you go to centers, you'll be told that they have a certain number to be registered per day. Hadiza? Yes, uh, Zenith, I cannot believe uh, what he's saying because I know registration are still going on in Zenith and GTB branches. They are still going on. GTB is one of our first partners among the banks that uh, recognized the importance of the need and started verification before they ventured into uh, providing space for or to have an enrollment center. Every GT and Zenith Bank office that I know, I am not aware that there's no registration going there. But you know, banks, they, they, they have security. They have to control the people that access their facilities. You don't expect them to open. They may restrict it maybe to their customers. Uh, but you don't expect a bank to have the influx that we are seeing in National Identity Office. You cannot expect them because they, they have certain security protocols they need to observe. And they are not public places. So if they have their own uh, processes, I can understand. But I know registration are still going. In our offices, in an office where you have 10 enrollment systems, huh? mm-hmm. an enrollment officer will sit from morning till about 5, huh? capturing data. He cannot capture more than 50. A desk cannot capture more than 50. If you have uh, 10 systems, maybe out of that 10, it's only 7 that are working. You have to multiply the number that they can do now. They are not working in shifts, mind you. It is one officer that sits from morning to night. And yet we fix the deadline. Why? You are still going back to that deadline. Yes, now. You are looking at the issue of deadline as it relates to things. Meanwhile, the same people that are coming for things are the same Nigerians that have been living in Nigeria for the past eight years. Eh? And like that you heard, applied, and like you applied. heard, and like you heard a caller say, she tr- she he tried to get his in 2010. Until date, hasn't been able to get it because like one day I there's no diesel, you, another day computer is down. Sylvia, Sylvia, wait for wait and hear this. I made I replied him. Mm. I said if he asked, if he went to the office to register, he said he went and registered, but he couldn't get his name. That means he has started a process. And I said when he started that process, he was given uh, a transaction slip. Mm. So that transaction slip, he let him send it to you and you send it to my number. I can assure you, if it is his name, he did not retrieve because somebody was blocking him from retrieving it. I will retrieve his name and send to him if he has started the process. So it's a different thing for people to say they have started. Oh, they are relaying the news. They had somebody has said, you know, you have to be fair to national identity and the staff of national identity for what they are doing as against hearsay or as against what other uh, fraudulent people are that have all businesses around the offices are doing. 
uh, yes, I cannot vouch for every staff of Minty, but I can vouch that the staff of Minty are very hardworking. They may have challenges, and despite all the challenges that the, the commission and the staff are facing, uh, mm. the staff are putting in their best to make sure that they deliver. All right, Hadiza. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. We're completely out of time, but uh, thank you. If you have more questions, we'll get in touch. Thank you very much. All right, Lagos. Let's take a break. And then when we're back, we're going to have a conversation about uh, April 2020. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. Don't go away. We're talk, news and sports after this.